Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. As a Sirius XM and CNN host, I'm known for speaking, but frankly, I read for a living. I need to know what to say, and so I consume over two dozen newspapers and websites daily. I read opposing views and studies and court cases and orders and op-eds just so I can discuss current events on radio and television. But my favorite reading? Books. Old school. And my favorite interviews? are with book authors. Book Club with Michael Smirconish is now in session. In my opinion, Tom Wolfe is our greatest contemporary writer. This is a man we're, uh, we're able to credit with the right stuff, Bonfire of the Vanities, a man in full, and now I am Charlotte Simmons. Mr. Wolfe, welcome to Philadelphia. Thanks very much, Michael. I'm thrilled to have you here. I have to tell you, I needed to use up all of my remaining chits with Police Chief John Timoney to get you here. <laughs> John Timmy is a great man. <laughs> how, how did the two of you become tight? Because even though he's left us for Miami, we still love him here. He is a remarkable guy. Uh, I actually met him through my friend, Counselor Eddie Hayes, whom I call Eddie Get Me Hayes Hayes. <laughs> Eddie is, well, anyway. Uh, D- didn't, you, didn't you dedicate uh, Bonfire to Eddie Hayes? I did. Eddie uh, was indispensable when I was writing the Bonfire of the Vanities. Eddie had been an assistant district attorney in the Bronx, and then he became a criminal lawyer, which is a, a, a rather usual progress, actually. Um, and he knew 
the Bronx and this criminal justice system back and forth. And one of his great favorites, I mean, he was a tremendous fan of John Timoney, who at the time was um, an inspector, which actually is a very high rank in the New York uh, Police Department. And as soon as I met John, I said to myself, this is the <laughs> cop face in America. <laughs> There's ever a guy who looked like a... An Irish cop who means business is John Timothy. And such a bright guy, too, though, you know? Well, he turns out, you know, no sooner did I meet him, I found out he had just come back from Vassar College where he was giving a lecture on Dostoevsky and, <laughs> and, and Crime and Punishment, you know, that great novel. Um, so John, uh, is, I gather John really captured the uh, hearts, minds, <clears throat> if not uh, shows us rib cages and other things of, Philadelphia. Uh, we we love him here. Today he uh, he he himself arrested a uh, a protester. Yeah, during the convention. I, I remember I was down there that day. It was uh, it was it was worthy of a Tom Wolf treatment. <laughs> I wish I'd been there. <laughs> Tom Wolf is our guest on the Big Talker twelve ten. It is such a privilege. Uh, Sherman McCoy epitomized an era on Wall Street. Charles Croker, you know, the up-and-down nature of the real estate market. Now comes Charlotte Simmons. She's a college freshman who comes from the hills of North Carolina to the prestigious DuPont University. Here's the part I'm struggling with. What, if anything, does Charlotte Simmons epitomize? Well, you know, I sit down to write one of these books. I'm, I think it would be fatal to say I'm going to you know, <clears throat> write about a character or a situation that um, is going to be an insight into an, an entire era. But what she, to me anyway, what she uh, epitomizes is the, well, you, you may find it difficult to believe there are innocent girls anymore, but there are, uh, who, <clears throat> or the innocent person, doesn't have to be a girl, who suddenly comes upon uh, college life in the U.S. as it is lived um, today. Uh, particularly, you know, there's a, there's a, a, a sexual blizzard going on at these campuses. Um, and a lot of people, I think, are not prepared for it. Um, there's all... Let me just give you an example. In one college I went to doing research, a representative of the health center told a group of freshmen, we want you to have sex. We want you to have lots of sex. We want you to have good sex. But there are a few precautions you should take on the way. I mean, what does that tell? Uh, <laughs> the message is there should be some, a few precautions. It's kind of lost in the enthusiasm of saying, go out there and have lots of sex. There's a pressure, uh, quite an unnatural pressure in my estimation, uh, put particularly on female students to, uh, to take part in the, the kind of the lurid carnival of random often just random sex, uh, and a lot of them really are not, it's not that all these students are all for it. Uh, in many cases, they'd rather not join, but the pressure to join is an, an enormous form of, of, of peer I want to ask you two uh, parochial questions. We we are reaching Pennsylvania and New Jersey and Delaware, and certainly within earshot of my conversation with Tom Wolfe is Chester, Pennsylvania. And I started out reading I Am Charlotte Simmons, and I thought, wow, what what an an, an odd choice from my perspective to set DuPont University, which I, I think like a lot of others think Duke when I think DuPont. Why in Chester, Pennsylvania? Well, as you know, there are a lot of, of colleges 
in the Philadelphia area. In fact, I don't know of a single metropolitan area that is area that is richer in colleges than uh, than Philadelphia. Uh, you can almost close your eyes and throw a rock and hit a university it's or true. college. Um, Chester, I thought was uh, made this university Dupont was, of course, I set up as being the uh, equivalent, if not the if not superior to. Uh, Harvard, Yale, Princeton, and Penn there in uh, Philadelphia, which I think this year ranks uh, fourth in the nation on the U.S. News and World Report rankings. Um, this, the university as I depicted it, my fictional university, was built in what was at the time very um, beautiful um, and rather chic country. Uh, those, that is the estate country that is just west of Chester, and you go down. Uh, Chad's to, Ford and so forth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Now, <clears throat> like Yale, uh, like um, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the, uh, like Penn itself, for that matter, the cities have grown around them, and in many cases, in the form of slums. Um, and so here was this. Here was Dupont out in what was a really be- considered a lovely upscale area, and then you know Chester. Grew and like a lot of cities, Chester has its problems, some problems, and so it's smack up against uh, what has become a slummy. I don't, I don't think that's very unusual, and I think that area of Pennsylvania is a perfect place to have a, a prestigious uh, northeastern college. I, you referenced Penn, and that's uh, my alma mater for law school. And oh, really? I, yeah, uh, Penn Law grad now doing talk radio. Go figure. But I wanted to ask, I know that was a part of your reconnaissance. What, if anything, did you learn at Penn that you didn't see as you were traveling to the other campuses? I had a um, great look at some fraternity parties. Just just other places. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, had a, I had a terrific time uh, doing that. Incidentally, they were... Uh, well, most everywhere I went, for that matter, they were pretty hospitable. Here's a guy 50 years older than anybody in the fraternity. And, uh, you, well, you weren't wearing a white suit at the, at the frat parties, were you? No, I tell you, I, I wore a, always wore a blue blazer, but I also always wore a necktie and my white flannel pants and <laughs> my two-tone shoes. So I didn't exactly blend in, but I thought the, the, the blazer was a, an appropriate touch of modesty. Tom, if, if the book is an accurate depiction, they were all too hammered to notice anyway. <laughs> this is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. NYBG's brand new online education program, Plant Studio, offers bite-sized courses tailor-made for you. Guided by plant professionals, dig into botany, floral design, landscape design, and more. Online learning your way. Register at nybg.org. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. 
Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. We're so thrilled to have him. He wrote the right stuff. Bonfire, the vanities, a man in full. And now the bestseller. I am Charlotte Simmons. The author Tom Wolfe is our guest. Did you exaggerate in I am Charlotte Simmons, the, the level of drinking or the level of drug usage that you actually witnessed? No, I didn't exaggerate at all. Incidentally, it seems to me that the level of drinking has really not changed at American colleges in the last 150 years. <laughs> it's always been off the chart, if anybody could ever make a chart big enough. Uh, today it has a name. That's the only thing different about it. Now it's called binge drinking. But even when I was in college, uh, there were people who would brag that they had uh, passed out, it's now called blacking out, um, twice last month. I mean, like, as if that's some kind of accomplishment. But that's a, somehow it's, it's American college. Did, did, you, did you walk away from this experience, Tom Wolfe, optimistic or concerned about America's youth uh, from that which you saw? I, well, I am concerned about one, about one thing. <clears throat> I, didn't, I didn't go into this book with any kind of uh, agenda. I think of myself more as a 
the, the social secretary taking notes on what's going on. <laughs> but, um, you know, there used to be two components of a, an American college education. It's a little different in Europe, but here there were two components. One is to give these young people a broad general education and everything from the arts to the sciences so that any new information that they run across, at least they have a context in which to put it. And the other part was, the other, <clears throat> the other uh, aim was to build character. Now, oddly to me, the word character is never mentioned anymore. The word leadership is mentioned, um, but not in any very specific way. Character in the American sense used to in, uh, include, among other things, religious devotion uh, and patriotism. And this was, this was, not, this was not in loco parentis. This was not making children behave the way a parent uh, would. But there was an emphasis on just simply uh, strengthening character against uh, adversity. Are you, are you saying that through the, the social activities, you know, one builds character? I mean, my undergraduate work was at Lehigh, where we, we worked hard and we played hard. I mean, Tom, my, my fraternity was on tap 24-7 uh, for all three years that I lived there. But oh. I, I came out of there with a great social experience, and maybe that's what you're talking about. No, I'm really talking about uh, some kind of um, emphasis on being in strength of character in the sense of always knowing your moral grounding mm-hmm. wherever you're going, um, uh, always realizing that you stand for something uh, everywhere uh, you go. Uh, <clears throat> what has happened is the religious component has pretty much dropped out of things. In fact, it's considered um, a flaw for a university, unless it's a religious university by its very nature, to, uh, to, to stress uh, any, any moral component of the, uh, of the, of the education. Um, you know, this country has historically, and I'm now quoting de Tocqueville, been the most religious nation on earth outside of the nations of Islam. And up until the Second World War, um, I think my experience was, was quite typical. Everybody, uh, all, the, all the parents of, of my friends whom I knew, uh, either were quite religious or they put on a good show. I mean, You, you know, what, I'm listening to you and I'm wondering, how does a man like Tom Wolfe, who does what you do for a living, not end up uh, an Upper East Side liberal? Well, I mean, how can you do this? I mean, we love it. This is what we love about you. But how do you, how, how are you able to uh, exist in that world? Yeah, you know, the it's when I watch all those sheep uh, <laughs> moving along in a herd. Uh, it first it makes me laugh, and, and then it makes me say, "What are these people doing?" <laughs> um, it is it, it, you know, it has become an intellectual fashion uh, among the kind of people that I associate with uh, journalists and. And, and writers, um, to, to be a liberal. Uh, not to be a liberal is not so much an intellectual gap as it is a social uh, gap. I can remember when Reagan was president. Uh, you could mention Reagan in the conversation, but you were expected to 
snigger first mm-hmm. to show that you thought this man was an idiot. Right. Of course, this was this was amped up about ten times with uh, with George um, Bush, and the undertone always was, "God, we are so smart, and our leaders are so stupid." Um, now, this, if you, if, as I would look at my confers one by one, this really didn't add up. Uh, these people were. Uh, simply wanted to separate themselves from the mob, the rabble, the herd, which today goes under the name of the middle class. And so practically all of this uh, uh, fervid, I mean, unbelievably hot-tempered opposition to George Bush um, was really an attempt to show that we are not part of the, we're not common people. We're part of a charming aristocracy. Tom Wolf is our guest on the Big Talker 1210. We're privileged to have him. Just a final question or two. By the way, are you a talk radio fan? I am a talk radio uh, fan. I, I, I don't get to hear it as often as I would like to, except when I'm driving. And, you know, talk radio, as I don't have to tell you, I'm sure, um, has done an in run around intellectual fashion it's true in the media yep and it has had an enormous influence uh, on how people it's given people permission to think for themselves i think it's so great to have you here i, I one final question and by the way i i'm unabashed uh, uh, admirer of tom wolf and i loved i am charlotte simmons i i give it five stars as i give a man in full and bonfire love them all would you allow this to become a movie, and I, I, of course, am reflecting on the whole bonfire episode. And, and, Tom, I have to tell you something else. I've always wanted to say this to you. I actually enjoyed the movie. I think it was one of those experiences in life where a couple of dilettantes went out and trashed it and convinced everybody else that it was worse than it really was. But be that as it may, given the experience of bonfire, would you allow I Am Charlotte Simmons to, to go to uh, the big screen? I would want to be very... Uh secure in my belief in whoever was producing it. Um, when when uh, <clears throat> the right stuff was made into a movie, I knew that the two producers, Erwin uh, Winkler and Bob Shartoff, whom I knew personally, um, would do the very best job that uh, that they could do, and they'd be very serious about it. Um, and in the case of the Bonfire of the Vanities, the two producers, whom I trusted completely, left in the middle of the project to take over Columbia Pictures, but I don't blame them. It was a great move up in life. Um, but after they departed, things kind of fell. When was the last time Tom Wolfe watched Bonfire of the Vanities? I, I watched it four times when it came out. And that was it? That was it. Tom, I'm telling you, take, take, take advice from a, a lonely talk show host here in Philly. <laughs> Go watch it again. It's a hell of a film. I'm telling you. Hey, can I just tell you how honored I am to have you in Philadelphia, the great Tom Wolfe, a man that I've always wanted to converse with. It, it's wonderful of you to spend a morning with us here on the Big Talker in Philadelphia. Thanks, thank, Michael. And, uh, if, if every lowly talk show host is like you, I'm going to meet them all. <laughs> thank you, sir. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Listen to the Michael Smirconish program weekdays on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 and anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. NYBG's brand new online education program, Plant Studio, offers bite-sized courses tailor-made for you. Guided by plant professionals, dig into botany, floral design, landscape design, and more. Online learning your way. Register at nybg.org.
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. <laughs> 